Hamlin have three timeouts left. The Lakers have two. Bryant. To shot! A chance to send What's up, everybody? How we doing? How we doing? Welcome. Welcome, welcome to this week's edition of the 48 Minutes Basketball Network podcast. It is play-in time, which means later this weekend, it'll be playoff time. Best time of the year for basketball fans. Holy hell, those last three weeks of the season were long, and we just needed to get to this point. Uh, I'm very, very, very excited to be here. Uh, Tim Dander here, as always, with Sean Mackey, my good pal. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm good, buddy. Uh, Sean was apparently exhausted from going to Detroit this weekend. That's a sentence no Detroit. one's ever said. Detroit, what? Detroit, what? <laughs> yeah. Detroit, Detroit, you know what? Is a is a lifelong Chicago Bulls fan. I have talked enough smack about Detroit, and I, I ate all that smack this week. It was a very lovely city. Everyone was very nice. Uh, they have a lot of stuff to do there. Um, good food. Um, great downtown area. I stayed about two blocks away from the tiger stadium. Very nice. So oh, yeah. uh, good place. If you ever get a chance, like it, it, uh, you know, the land of RoboCop is, is decent. You could have like, <laughs> if you stayed like another day, you could have gone to the bulls Pistons game for like $6. I see that was too depressing. We were at buddy's pizza and we were watching the, the Pistons Pacers game. And I was like, God, this is just depressing. Oh, Watching yeah, these yes two bottom feeders. Mm. Shout out the Pistons. They did they did tanking right though. All right. Yes, and also, also joining us today. We have the all, all four of us here today, which is pretty exciting. Mr. Ben Brown himself. What's up, pal? Man, I'm good, man. Just uh coming off spring break, coming off Easter. Uh and uh took a little trip down south. So got a little sun touch, a little sun kiss for a little bit. So now I'm back ready to talk NBA playoffs, man. Yeah. So Ben, obviously for our fourth combatant on the show, you have to be the one to introduce him. So please take the floor. Absolutely. My get, man, my brother. I get a playoff entrance this week. Yes, sir. <laughs> my man, my brother, my ace Buku, my number one Joshua. Oh, oh Dallas Forellis, Martellus, Overzealous. Hayes, what's good, my brother? Hey, you sound like you should be in the arena where Sean was talking about Detroit basketball. (laughs) (laughs) It's playoff time, man. Playoff time, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. We will be talking a little bit later in the show about Detroit basketball and their projection of the lottery. But that's that's for much later in the show. Much, much Mm -hmm. later. Folks, it is... Postseason time in the NBA, like I said, holy mackerel, it felt like it took forever to get here. Uh, I'm so glad that not only are the four of us all together for this episode, but we are just one day away from the NBA play-in. So let's bring up the schedule for tomorrow, shall we? All right. So if you're tuning in live on YouTube, first, thanks for joining us. Second, subscribe if you haven't already. But two, here is what the AT&T play-in tournament looks like this week. Starting with tomorrow, Tuesday, or if you're listening to this on the podcast feed, tonight. The Atlanta Hawks will be visiting the Miami Heat at 7.30 on TNT. That's the 7-seed Miami hosting the 8-seed Atlanta Hawks, followed by 
the seven seed Lakers hosting the number eight Minnesota Timberwolves, who we'll get into or obviously have a lot of debacle. That game will be at 10 o'clock on Wednesday. Our, I'm not going to say our Chicago Bulls anymore just because they stink. Um, but they your Chicago Bulls. Don't don't you abandon your Chicago Bulls. You're the Pat Bev led Chicago Bulls. Don't you dare abandon the Chicago Bulls right now. Don't you dare. They're, they're, they are playing well right now, but that's not yeah. for the conversation here. Pat uh, Bev led. The number 10 40 win Chicago Bulls, which would have been like competitive in the West, apparently, uh, are going <laughs> going across the border to play the Raptor, the number nine Raptors tomorrow at seven. And then at 9.30, we have probably the worst game of the play-in as the number 10 Oklahoma City Thunder, who somehow won more than 30 games this year. Not just more than 30 games. They won like 38 games or something. Uh, We'll be taking on the number nine seed New Orleans Pelicans. The winner of the 9-10 games will play the loser of the 7-8 games. We're like a year three or four of this. You guys know how this goes. Um, Let's start with the – let's just go down the line, guys. So first game tomorrow is Atlanta and Miami. And we're talking about these two eighteen eight seed teams. We're going to talk about obviously have a lot of shit hanging over their head right now. Uh, sorry for my language, but um, apparently there was a story that came out today. I believe it was through the Athletic that Atlanta's uh, ownership told the front office whatever they need to do to get better, they should do. And one of the things that was included in that conversation was potentially moving, not John Collins. Shockingly, John Collins was not in this trade rumor, guys. Holy moly, sound the alarm. Uh, but one Mr. Trey Young was, dis- mm. was discussed as potentially being moved. Um, look, we'll get into that. I know that's going to be something that hangs over their head. I highly doubt we even get to that situation, honestly. Um, but regardless, I think the Heat just destroy them tomorrow. Um, I know a lot of people were like, well, you know, the Heat beat him a couple times and the Hawks got a win there in the season. But it's like, that doesn't matter anymore. I just, I've never once looked at like a regular season, except for, you know, if the Lakers end up playing the Clippers and yeah, I'm taking the Clippers all day. Uh, but other than that, um, that would be, they have to be the Western conference finals for that to happen. But other than that, um, I know that he can't score, but they can out defend everybody. Um, and you're stacking the deck against Jimmy Butler in a one win game, like a, a, a one game playoff series. That's probably the guy I want the most because he's going to will his whole team and put them on his back. Uh, I bet Jimmy Butler scores about 24 points tomorrow. I bet the Heat win this game by about eight points. Uh, I it was, was very, say, very specific. I, I was going to say, I was going to say he was going to get over 30. Somewhere like 31, 33. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, Tim. Um, the Hawks team is a team that didn't even want to win, but won anyway. Um, they, you know, there's trouble in the front office. They're, they're changing coaches. There's all kinds of turmoil. Um, they really didn't want to be here. Uh, and I think this Miami team, like you said, uh, one of the best defensive teams, uh, in the league. And, and I think they do win by, by anywhere from six to 10 points. Uh, and I think Jimmy Butler has a big game. I think, uh, Bam Adebayo has a big game. Oh yeah. Um, and, and I think that, uh, this Miami team will be moving on. Here's here's <laughs> I don't even know how to go about this because there's been so many memes that have been funny about the Atlanta Hawks. Um but <laughs> adding adding in, like adding salt to the wound. I'm I'm just looking. So they're 41 and 41. Mm-hmm. They are eight and eight 
against their division. They are 26 and 26 against the conference. They <laughs> score 118 points a game and give up 118 points a game. And they are five and five in their last 10. Um, <laughs> the epitome of average. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. That's Josh, hilarious. I, I love when you get on here and you just lay down some facts for us, man. You, you always you always have something fun for us every week. I don't I, I don't I, so they were playing they were playing the Celtics yesterday. And obviously the game didn't mean anything. Um and I was sitting here thinking to myself, I was like, well, they get in. I was like, they probably have the best chance right now of actually making the playoffs out of any of the teams that I don't think are going to make it because they can lose this game, right? And then they could win the next game, and they're the eight seed, which still puts them at 500. So um, I'm with you guys. I was like, I don't Good see point. them beating the Heat. I don't see them beating the Heat because they are just – just incredibly just mid that's that's all i can say about them they're just mm-hmm. mid. i love it they're apparently yep. somehow somehow they'll be able to turn a seven game series into an eight game series and go four and four in that series to have to play <laughs> another game but I, I don't know we get to talk about this later i i don't know it the, the hawks could could very easily again lose to the heat beat the whoever wins the other game um, I, I don't know. I just know that when we talked about it earlier, all of us pretty much had our money on the Heat because we feel like the Heat have the best player when it comes to the playoffs. I mean, we saw what Butler did in the finals against the Lakers, uh, even though half his ever? team was injured. Uh, mm-hmm. And he still tried to put that team on his back. So you're telling me it's a one-game scenario of I make the playoffs or I don't, um, which both of those teams get to play a second game if they lose. But I'm thinking the Heat – the only other way I go with Atlanta is if the Heat are playing for the eight seed and want to play Milwaukee, which I do not see that happening. No, um, who would want to play? Although Milwaukee. they fared well right, against Milwaukee yeah. in the past in the playoffs, um, I think that at this point they would much rather see Boston than they would um, Milwaukee. So I don't see them losing. We know for a fact Boston will not be rooting for Miami to win because they do not want to yeah, play. Yeah, they don't want yeah, they oh, don't, no, they do absolutely. Not want that. <laughs> no. That's yeah, a better matchup for Miami. That is a better yeah. matchup for Miami playing there. Yeah. I still think Boston would win, but Miami is going to give them everything if that's the case. Yep. Absolutely. I agree with that. Shawnee, you have any thoughts? Atlanta is mid. Uh they're another <laughs> team that's that's just riding the rails of mediocrity and I they're like the bulls. They're like the Raptors. There's just so many teams right now that I feel like are just, just like make a freaking move, get better or get worse. Like mm-hmm. just, just hang it. This was mid. not the year to be mid Yeah, <laughs> for any team. This was a year. If you were going to suck, at least be good at sucking like the Detroit Pistons were or the Orlando Magic, who had some fun and also sucked at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> they were. They were they were sucky, but no, fun. No, but they, they were, were sucky, fun. but fun. You know? They were. And, I agree. De- Detroit embraced the embraced it, though. But, like, the Atlanta Hawks right now, it's like, I, I mean, I someone's going to want Trey Young. Yes. Someone's going to want him. I don't yep. know who. He'll probably end up in Chicago. It'll probably happen. Yeah, but probably. You know, I, I just, uh, yeah, you guys hit it all on the head. 
Miami's gonna there's no way that they're losing this game. They're just too competitive. Jimmy Butler's not gonna lose to the freaking Atlanta Hawks in a play in. It's just not gonna happen. Here's how much people are not confident in the Hawks right now. So Miami is five and a half point favorites. That's a big spread for a playoff yeah, game. Big spread. The public bet on Caesars is still 54% the heat. No one is taking the chance of the underdog. Oh wow. wow. The wow. public the public the highest public bet right now is 74% on the heat money line, which means they don't even care about points. They're just taking the heat to win. They're just like, taking the heat to win. You don't win money on that. They're like, yeah. no, nope, whatever. Like we're just gonna yeah. they're probably putting in like a, a, a two-game parlay in the Lakers Minnesota game or something, but uh I will say the uh, the uh public bet is also going the under at 51%, which I can totally see that being an under game because Atlanta sucks and Miami's not a good scoring team. Um, my curiosity about Miami, because I think they're going to win, obviously, like we've talked about, where's the cutoff with their bench? Um, you know, this is kind of the point of that year. Like we talked about this, this last month now with these teams. So do they cut Kevin Love out of their rotation? Do they cut Plumley out of their rotation? Like where is, yeah, I'm with you, Josh. I see you shaking your head there, but like, you can't take Gabe Vincent out. He's been tremendous. Uh, yeah. Kyle Lowry, as bad as he's been in a heat jersey, is probably one of the guys you probably trust the most in this situation, right? Like, this is a guy that's won a championship. Um, Bam and Jimmy, like you said, like you know, you mentioned earlier, Josh, those guys have been to the finals and are the only two or the only team ever to beat the Lakers in the Mamba Day jerseys. The only team ever. Um, notice the Lakers have not worn them since that game, but uh, which was three seasons slash two calendar years ago. Fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so where the heat kind of, where the heat like cut their branch off is going to be interesting because I think that's going to be really important too for when they play Boston. Um, you're mm-hmm. going to obviously want Kevin Love out there for stretching the floor purposes, even though he's not even what he was last year in Cleveland when he just had that right. resur- a huge resurrection year. Um, but yeah, I think uh, like we said, I think Miami wins this one big and on the, uh, to keep that theme going with all the stuff we've been hearing these last couple days between uh, Rudy Gobert getting upset for being called a bitch and punching a teammate in the shoulder and Jaden McDaniels getting pissed off and punching a wall and breaking his hand. <sighs> um, Minnesota back to being Minnesota in no time folks. Um, so I know some people were like, I was like reading some stuff today and they're like, uh, well, you know, Minnesota did beat the Lakers this year. And I was like, yeah, and their point guard in that game now plays for the Lakers. So right. what's your yeah. point? Um, so yeah. this is off this mm. and this is another game where like I think these two games are not gonna be very good games. Um the Lakers are going to this game tomorrow, eight point favorites. And I don't it's know. It's up to eight now. It's up to eight now, as of like when we started recording. Oh my gosh. This is like a, I know what we just said about Jimmy Butler, but it's also like a, hey, this is a one game series and you have LeBron James thing going too. Yeah. So who just, by the way, when he was like, we have a must win game or we need to make sure we have a home game in the play in, I'll just drop 39. Yeah. 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 And he's, he's capable to turn it on whenever he wants. So he's going, he's going to uh, Timberwolves. Oh, what a mess. What a mess! How that's, many that's putting it. That's putting it nicely, Sean. Jeez, I know. That's putting it nicely. Like, oh. how does this... Go ahead, John. Mm. I just, I hate this team. I, I hate know. Them. I do too. 
like they got Rudy Gobert, which on paper made sense at the beginning of the season. It's like, okay, this guy's going to come in. He's going to rebound the ball. Cat's going to spread the floor. Yeah. You know, we had, they had D'Lo at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, they still have, you know, Ant-Man, you know, doing damage who is the only player that I'll be completely honest with you. I like on this, on this roster. Like I'm all out on cat Rudy Gobert. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Know. Cause I like Mike Conley on other teams. But I don't like him on this yeah. team. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is just it's it's bad. And you know, you're going up against a, a fired up Lakers squad and they're starting to, you know, Figure fire on out. all cylinders right now. Mm-hmm. Delo has been great for them. Um, you know, LeBron's back. I know he's I'm sure his, you know, his foot's still hurting. I'm sure he's playing through pain, you yeah. know, even though he did see the LeBron James of foot doctors. <laughs> What is <laughs> By the way, I want to make sure because we didn't get to touch on this last week. Um, still laughing hysterically at when they lost to the Clippers. He said, uh, "We ha- we really struggled because we had a road game." <laughs> like just just now, amazing. See, here's the thing: like even if you'd have just said, "Hey, man, we had a back to back," Lakers had three days off. Sure. Like I would have, I would have been like, you know what, LeBron, I- I'll give you that one. You know what I mean? You complain changed- about having a road game. <laughs> In your yeah, own really? facility, <laughs> like you said, Tim. Oh, you slept in your own bed. Oh, drove your own car to the stadium. Like you can't complain about that. Just amazing. Just fantastic. Um, how many points would Minnesota need Anthony Edwards to score tomorrow to win this game? 50? 40, 46. 50, 55, 60. Cat yeah. having forty. Yeah, you're probably because in this situation they're going to be in tomorrow. So, I assume Kyle Anderson guards LeBron. Yeah. So, Kyle Anderson probably guards LeBron in this game, right? Yes. Then then Cat's going to guard Anthony Davis? Correct. Cat can't guard anything. So, that means that, like, Torian Prince and Jerry Vanderbilt are battling for rebounds? Uh, Yep. Uh, Who, I don't know if there's been a better, like on the block rebounder since the trade deadline, since since Jared Vanderbilt, it's been amazing watching him. Yeah. 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 Um, What what a get Austin Edwards. Probably. I mean, Austin Reeves probably guards Anthony Edwards, which offensively I have to give Edwards the advantage there, but that's one hell of a, that's right. If there's a guy you want guard him in that game, it's him. And then he has the answer. Mike Conley. uh, So in the short, short, short history of the play in, so what are we in year three? You're Year four again, the bubble threw everything off. So this is the fourth season, but third calendar year. Yeah, so we'll just go third year. The I'll take out the bubble. I've yeah. never been more sure about a team winning a playing game than the Lakers winning this game. Me too. Yeah, ever. Yeah. Especially, so, I mean, as soon as they were like Rudy Gobert stayed home, you're like, hmm. Vanderbilt broke his yeah. hand. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, right. they're probably looking at. So they're probably looking at the case of like, well, we can lose this game, and we'll have Go Bear back for the next one, where Oklahoma City, if they somehow get past New Orleans, has no rim protection whatsoever. Josh Giddy was their leading rebounder this year. I don't know if you guys knew this. Year. Oh wow! Yeah. I did not know that one. So uh, here's my question to him: Like, it, and I don't. I mean, is it feasible for them? Just to sit, like sit Cat and sit Anthony Edwards and just say, 
ah, we know this is going to be a wash and just go after hard after the eight seed in that second game. I mean, you could. But... I mean, I know they won't because that'll be lead to an investigation and all the other stuff. I and I get that, but like in theory, though, like you won't have Gobert, which I which I mean, take or leave it. You already know you're not going to have McDaniel. Why not prepare yourself for the next game and, and assure yourself that hopefully that you'll play well enough to get to the eight seed? It would be like an Alex Rodriguez owned team to tuck their tail and run, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'll I'll do I'll be better in game four, guys. I'll be better, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll I, know it I, I know We're I went good. over five with three strikeouts tonight, yeah. but tomorrow, tomorrow I'll be fine. Yeah. Tim, we just take our listen. We take our problems and we shoo them away. Yeah, we just right. we just shoo them away. We're good. We're yeah. good. <laughs> um, to see your point, they won't do it. Obviously, uh, yeah, yeah, I know they won't. That's a but terrible like, for your fan base. But yeah, what you're yeah. saying, I don't think you're wrong. I think you know. Look, I know Chris Finch. I think Chris Finch is a good coach. Honestly, I do yeah, like yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Um, what he did with that team the year before with all those guys was pretty impressive. Uh, but. Yeah, I mean, I think in this situation, like middle of the third, down fifteen. Yeah, pack it in. You got a home game the next matchup. You know what I mean? You got a home game yeah. next matchup. You got OKC coming in, who's got to travel. Like, I'm not. I'm not saying that they will or they won't, but sure. you know. Yeah. So check out the betting odds on this one here. All right, this is the same thing. <laughs> oh my god, people just don't want to win money on this. So. Yeah. The Lakers opened up at five and a half point favorites and uh, is now up to eight. Like we said, public bet 70% on the Lakers. No one's taking Minnesota money line public bet 83% on the Lakers. Mm. Wow. And this is another one where people are taking the under at 60%. Um, I don't know. The over under is 231 and a half. I could see the Lakers winning this game like 129 to like 111. Yeah, I can see it being one of those. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. The Lakers can't really shoot threes. Maybe I'm overselling it, but uh, yeah, I think we're all kind of in general consensus here. Uh, I think Anthony Davis is going to eat tomorrow because he's heard all the shit. All these NBA podcasts have talked, and he's like, "Look, I've made my case for all NBA this year, and I'm going to do my thing tomorrow." Yeah, yeah, and, and the little bit of rim protection that you had is now gone, and you've got guys that are playing downhill. You know, your oh, Reeves, yeah, your Vanderbilt, your LeBron James. Like, like you lost your rim protection. You lost one of your better defenders in McDaniel, and now you've got LeBron, you've got Reeves, you've got Vanderbilt, you've got D'Lo. All these guys play downhill with no rim protection. And Cat as your five. How would, how would you guys feel, though, if Minnesota was, was uh, full tilt, though? I still think the Lakers would win. But I would probably say it's more like seven points. Yeah, yeah. I, the yeah. reason I ask I, I, is because yeah. they were two and one against the Lakers in the season, and Minnesota was also three and one against OKC, and they were two and one against New Orleans. Yeah, no, I, I would feel all three teams. I would feel but better. Yeah. How many of those better. games did they have with a different roster? Yeah. yeah. You know so what I mean? Like, so like, yeah. I OKC's would feel better. roster hasn't really changed. No, they haven't, but Minnesota's has quite a bit. Yeah. 
Like but I would I, feel I would feel better. I would feel better if they had Gobert and McDaniels, but I still think the Lakers will win because I because I do think the X factor is D'Angelo Russell. I mean, I, I mean, I think that he's the guy that's kind of you know his his distribution of the basketball, being able to score, um, and, and kind of and kind of do those little things uh, that other guys really couldn't. You know, I, I think that makes a difference. Also, like we talked about before, I think Vanderbilt has been a huge difference for them. I mean, I think he's he plays well defensively. He's been a rebounder, um, you know, and he's been a guy that's kind of get done that, at, you know, a la dirty work, you know, like, you know, like most championship teams have. He, they've found that guy in Vanderbilt. So I do think it would be closer game, but I still think the Lakers would win. Yeah, I think it's going to be. So we'll get into obviously this from there. Let's talk real quick about the the nine ten games. Um, so starting, I'll bring the schedule back up real quick. So starting with Chicago at Toronto. Josh, why are you like mad at me? Just the fact <laughs> that you're about to say Chicago. Oh, okay. <laughs> your your Pat Bev led Chicago Bulls. Say it. Say it right now. <laughs> um. By the way, the Tampa Bay Rays won again. They're ten and ten zero, baby. Oh my Crazy. god. Ooh, um, so the Bulls go to Toronto and I know we're all going to find ways to use this to criticize the Bulls. Um, but I'm going to ask this simple question. This is not like a fuck Garpax, fuck Billy Donovan, go to hell, everybody kind of thing. This is legitimately my real basketball question. Mm-hmm. Why can't the Bulls win this game? Why is everything like I, I, like, I will pick Toronto, but Look at how the Bulls have played, and Ben jokes about it, but since Pat Bev came in, they love games like this. They love games where no one believes in them, and Zach Levine has shot like a freaking superstar for a month now. And look, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Like we've talked about since they did nothing at the deadline, since they didn't blow it up. Mm-hmm. But, and I think they got into the play-in by default because all the teams underneath them were doo-doo. Uh, yes. Case in point, the Washington Wizards. Correct. Uh, but why can't they win this game? Like, who are you looking at this game besides Siakam that you're like, like Scotty Barnes has not had a very good sophomore year. Yeah, no, they're going to win. He hasn't. That's the problem. They are going, they're they are win. going to win. I think they're going to win. Oh, I, I, I definitely had the Bulls win in this one. Like, I, I, like, it's not, I was, I'm not, 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 not joking around. Like, I, like when this came out, I was like, yeah, the Bulls, the, the Bulls legit have two legit scores. Levine's playing better. DeRozan's still DeRozan. Kobe Vucevic White off the bench better. Kobe White's been playing better. Um, you know, Pat Bev, and, and like I said, I know I joke about it, but Pat Bev has really has been a difference maker for them. Like he's he's done some things that have really helped them. And sometimes it's just a mentality, right? Like like Pat Bev is a guy that's going to will it. He's already said it. I will teams to the playoffs. I help them win games. That dude is like, I which, don't miss the playoffs. Right. Like, <laughs> I, like, and I, and I, like I said, I'm not, I, like, I know I joke about it, but I'm like, you know, I, I mean, I, I it's I I would definitely pick the Bulls to win this game. I'm Sean, not. why are you looking at disbelief? Why are you out on Pat Bev, Sean? Tell me why you mad. He's not. <laughs> he's 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 feeling the same thing I am. He's feeling the same thing I am. I'm telling you. Hey, when you got a bull. When I realized bull, when I realized Toronto was going to fall to the nine spot, I was like, man, I like Toronto in the play-in, except for if they play the Bulls because. The Bulls will F around and figure out a way to win a game they shouldn't win. Only for us to get into the first round and play the Bucks, 
right? This is this is the legitimate worst case scenario. Wait, uh, do you think? Do you think, do you think the Bulls would beat? Uh, do you think the Bulls would beat the Hawks? Yeah. Yes. yes. I do too. I do too. Yeah, I think they'd beat yes. the Hawks. The one thing I, I don't know, I don't, I don't like Chicago walking into Toronto. They haven't won there since October of 2021. Um, it's a historically hard place for them to play. I just. I think Toronto's gonna. What are you talking? Don't give me. They were in Tampa head. Bay. They were in Tampa Bay. That doesn't matter. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Complaining can't matter. Twenty-one, Sean. You know what? That, that's a that's a fun fact. You're right. <laughs> You're right. You, you got me. You got me, Tim. I still don't. I still don't uh, like them going up there. I I don't know. Toronto fans bring it though, man. I mean, they're 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 they did, hardcore. They do, they're yeah. hardcore up there, man. And I just that they do. Look, the Bulls have the two best players in that game. I'm not gonna dis discredit that. They do. I like both of them more than Siakam. I like both of them more than Scotty Barnes. Okay, I like them more than Fred Van Vliet. But I don't know. I feel like them losing out on a in a play-in is the way that this is going to end. Hey, real quick, guys. Do you know who has the most wins in Toronto in the playoffs ever? Like, total amount? DeMar DeRozan! That's oh. true. You know what? I He does still I, run. I, the, he still runs the six. He still I, he, runs the six. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what? The, I I've discredited everything. I didn't even think. I didn't. I didn't even plug in the actual. You know, still bitterness of that guy going into Toronto and giving them because every time mm-hmm. he plays up there, he's he gives it to him. He yep. gives it to him, and as he should, as he should. Oh yeah, so, he I don't should. Know. Yeah, he should. Nick Nurse is already talking me. like he doesn't want to be there anymore. Like Nick Nurse is like, I'm going to think about my options. That's never mm-hmm. I'm coming back, guys. That's, that's never good. Yeah, <laughs> it's never yeah, it's I'm never good. Back. Yeah, and then, and then the, people are going to want him too, man. I I would want him. Yeah. I like oh, Billy Donovan. Absolutely. Gosh, so, yeah. Toronto is five point favorites right now. Uh, just so we kind of if we're keeping tabs on everything, uh, public bet on that is sixty four percent on the Raptors. So, and, but the over is the biggest bet at 52%. So I could definitely mm. see that being an over game. Um, I think Kobe white, just the way he shot lately is going to be so big for the bulls. And again, I hate that I'm talking like this because I want to be talking about the bulls, like getting their pick back from the magic, which we're not going to be talking about, but that's where we are. Um, so on the other end, we have in the nine, 10 game on the West, um, New Orleans hosting OKC. And we joked about OKC winning this game. But, dude, I don't know. I just think New Orleans, even though they stink, CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, I just think those two are going to be too much. Yeah. I yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I like I like that team. Even without Zion, I like that team. Uh, it, it does suck that he's not healthy again so much um, so much because because i 
Like I, I hate it just being a basketball fan, not yeah. being able to see Zion yeah. in the playoffs. Like, you know, but I do like the structure of that team. Like I am a big Brandon Egram guy. I, I really think that he um even with the shadow of Zion, he's he he comes and plays and, and plays incredible. Um so yeah, no, I, I agree with you, Tim. I, I like the Pelicans. Brandon Ingram's tough. He is so tough. Yeah, man. So good. But yeah, they, lost, actually, they lost to Minnesota, man. Like at a game they had a big lead. Yeah. It, it, like, how does that even happen? In Minnesota, like they they sat Gobert, Vanderbilt broke his hand, and, and they still lost the lead in that game and lost. And I tell you what, I've got to watch OKC play in person mm-hmm. twice. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that OKC is a better team, but I am telling you that team is so loaded with young talent that it is insane. And all they need to do is mature a little bit, and they are going to be a problem. They're, they're, their roster is already built for them to be a problem. And getting Chet back next year, um, Shea having another year under his belt, the Williams boys having another year under their belt, Lou Dort. I think they they are going to have a problem. They they are going to be a problem for years to come if they keep that nucleus together. And then, Lord forbid, somehow, some way, they end up figuring out a way to get into the the top tier of that draft to get another piece that just makes them even better. They are definitely. Well, they got all the. Uh, don't they have all those like draft picks stored? Like, tons. They still yeah, like have a ton of draft picks, right? Yeah, they're the definitely most. the team best set up for the future, asset wise. Um, Dylan Williams was a total diamond in the rough that they just dropped in their lap. And they were like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to like be the Steels champion in the NBA in like two years. Um, but, yeah, I just, you know, it comes down to in the games like this, like Ben talked about, there's going to be a lot of downhill, downhill drive-in dish basketball here. And uh, OKC has no one to make it a dish situation. So mm-hmm. um, I just feel like, you know, McCollum getting downhill, getting to his spots isn't going to be an issue. Uh, but I love that. I love, I'm excited to see Shea and Josh Giddy in a do or die game. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that they'll show up and I think Jalen Williams would be good too, but it just comes down to after those three, you know, that's where it gets kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to pick New Orleans. Um, Josh does bring up really good points to make me not as confident as I was when I clicked the record. But uh, I'm going to stick with it for now. I like, I like new Orleans. I think, yeah. they, I think they got it. I, you guys are spot on with this. So I, I remember earlier in the season though, when this team did have Zion, they were awesome. Oh, so man. good. They were rolling. They were rolling. They were up to what? that one guy. Yeah, they were the two seed. Yeah, they were, yeah, yeah. They were rolling. The two. It just goes to show you how much of an impact he makes on the floor. Yeah, I think like eighteen games of the year weren't the Jazz like the one seed. Like yes, they, were, they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them a lot for the future too. Um, I think that Danny Ainge once again worked his mm-hmm. magic. But for the love of God, they did not win the Donovan Mitchell trade. Stop saying it. That did not happen. The Cavs had they, home court advantage in the playoffs. Piss off. I'm not going to say they didn't win the trade, but I think there were there were more things that happened throughout the season that just took them out of commission. You know, there were more trades yeah. involved that they lost players. They were taken apart at the wrong time. Like they, I think that they would have made the playoffs. I really do. Had they, they just had, left their roster intact. 
I mean, they were I, what thirty nine and forty three. Yeah, sure. yeah. I think mm-hmm. my favorite meme that showed up yesterday after the Rudy Gobert punch, someone had put right underneath of it. Someone had the video, and someone just put Walker Kessler would have blocked it. I'm a big Walker Kessler can I, guy. Can I ask you oh, guys a, absolutely? Can I ask you guys a question um seriously sure. about that specific incident, right? Because it happened on the sideline and mm-hmm. not that not that it was as severe as some of the other things that we've seen in basketball, but like he threw this like little sissy punch and it like hit Anderson in the chest. He was like, uh, right? And he was like, and then that yeah. was kind of the end of it. But let's say that he would have connected like kind of in the upper torso, like towards his chin or his jaw or whatever. And it was, it was on, it was on live TV. Everybody saw it. Like, why is it not getting the same amount of backlash that like what Draymond dream got? And I'm asking this because I'm sitting back now and I'm thinking about all the things that ever happened in basketball, like Gilbert arenas and, and, and uh, what's his name? Pulling guns on each other. And Jordan Sock and Steve Kerr face. Okay, you're right. Allegedly, allegedly. And, uh, <laughs> we have an LLC now, Kobe but I still and, don't want to get sued. <laughs> Kobe and Shaq getting into it, and dudes getting on fights on an airplane, and like Draymond Green just got drugged through the mud for what? Like something that's happened a hundred times over in in practice, whatever you want to call it, right? And you know they're like, oh, he disrupted this. Like, how is that not the same thing? Draymond won the day. You're a thousand percent right. When Draymond, so Rudy Gobert after the Draymond Jordan Poole fight tweeted something like, um, and then so after this happens, Draymond tweeted the exact exact same same thing. thing. Yes, he did. (laughs) So you're right, Josh. You're a thousand percent right. Do Do you guys think that Rudy Gobert may be like one of the most hated players in basketball? Oh yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. Not just by I don't. Not just by players. I don't like him at all. No, yeah, no, I, no. There's, you rarely see fans going out and just going, "Let's go, Rudy. Let's go." <laughs> um, because he's let's so go, boring. Rudy. <laughs> but let's go, Rudy. <laughs> but, but like this guy. I mean, after the whole like starting COVID and the NBA thing. Like, I think we've all kind of, like, let that – we've just, like, forgotten about that. But that was, like, a really, really big deal (laughs) at the time. That happened. And all the beef with Donovan Mitchell that he had. And then, you know, getting, you know, getting traded. They they traded an arm and a leg for this guy. I mean, they were so confident. I mean, the the assets that they gave to the Jazz were just absurd for this player. And now this season ends – you're not even in the top three of your conference when you have mm-hmm. the talent to do so on paper, you do. And now you're in a play in and the guy that you traded all your assets for isn't playing because he was suspended because he punches another player. <laughs> I mean, has an NBA season ended this badly before? <laughs> I mean, this is bad. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Brutal. It's, it's brutal. Why would why would you like this team? Why would anybody like this team? Yeah, you notice when you like watch like teams that go bears on when they play in the home and home crowd, you never see number twenty seven jerseys. No, never no. see them. If I was if I was Anthony Bent, or I'm sorry, if I was Anthony Edwards, said Anthony Bennett for a minute, I'm like, Ooh. oh my god, Ooh. very <laughs> different, very contrasting. 
very different. But I look at him, man, like I would be like, get me off of this island. Get me off this island. I am not going to die here like Cat <laughs> and Rudy Gobert. Like there's no, you don't win titles. You don't win championships there in Minnesota. It just doesn't happen. It's like they got that George uh, Mikan statue out front that's just cursing everybody for moving to L.A., you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we were we were a part – us three were a part of Bobby Portis um, punching what's – what's his name in his Miritich. face and breaking his eye socket. I mean, yeah, Miritich. that's nowhere yeah. near the degree of what Draymond Green did. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it's <laughs> – Man, yeah. I forgot about that, Josh. <laughs> I also forgot about Nikola Miritich. Miritich, I was going to say Miritich. <laughs> yeah, Miritich, there it is. I remember Tony Allen punching O.J. Mayo in the mouth, like busting his mouth open. Like, there's so many things I can remember that has happened that, like, Trump what Draymond did. And, you know, because it was a video taken that got leaked, right, and, like, put on the weather, like, oh, my goodness, I can't – the Warriors are the good boys. Like none of this stuff should ever happen. Like, man, we don't know Steph, Steph Curry. Steph Curry might be a straight gangster in practice, man. Uh, we just don't know. Well, Jordan Poole said after I signed my extension, you guys can come swim in my Jordan Poole pool. So <laughs> we've been through this. It's it's so it's so dumb yet so funny. Like <laughs> it's so swim dumb. My Jordan, come swim in my Jordan Poole. <laughs> Why do I laugh at that? That's hilarious. I do too. Uh, real quick, just because we went a little longer on this. Um, so we have all been in unison in all these picks. So Bulls, Hawks, I'm taking the Bulls. I don't like it, but I am. And I think I will probably take and Minnesota, New Orleans. Um, Gobert will be back. I will probably take New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So New yeah, Orleans sure. in, huh? Yeah. New Orleans going to Denver. God, if they had Zion back, that'd be such a fun series. So mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. All right. So if you all start keeping up this understand, like, well, how these teams win and where they go, here's the playoff bracket real quick for those tuning in on YouTube. Uh, if you're not, so obviously the winner of the 7-8 game gets the 7 seed. The winner of the 9-10 game will play the loser of the 7-8 game. So that's how we broke all that down. And the winner of the... 9-10, loser 7-8 game. Whoever wins that game goes on to be the 8th seed. I feel like Zach Alphanakis in the hangover and that scene when he's counting cards and all the numbers are going around his head. Going around his head. Every <laughs> time I explain that. <laughs> but uh, here are the series we do know for a fact. Um, so in the East, we have the number 4 seed Cavs against the number 5 seed Knicks. That could not have worked out better for Cleveland because they are phenomenal at home and not so good on the road. Um, so I do think the Cavs win that game because they would have a game 7 at the queue. Uh, I think that that would just be there for them. Uh, Philadelphia, Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn's going to be scrappy. I just don't think they're going to have enough. This is Embiid's MVP year. This is why you get James Harden and Tyrese Maxey. I think Philly wins that one. Um, and on the other end, and I'll, obviously I'll let you guys talk about this. I'm not trying to take the whole segment by any means. But on the other end, Golden State, Sacramento is interesting because Golden State cannot win on the road, but there's obviously mm-hmm. the pedigree. Um, of what they've done for about a decade now. Um, and Sacramento has been really fun, and I do think they're really good. Um, I keep going back and forth and who I think will win this series. And then Kawhi Leonard versus Kevin Durant in a playoff series. Yes, is the answer. Yes, who wins that yes, one? Indeed. 
the what, fans. And, and and how long is Paul George out for? Um, Josh, you know, they're, they're saying that, that he might not be back unless the Clippers win this series. Really? They're not expecting him back this series. Yeah, they said the earliest I think he'll be back is the second round, which uh, I don't know if they make it out of the first round without him. I'm taking I'm taking KD all the way on this. Yeah. Me too. So for you guys to, to kind of understand this, um, right now going into the playoffs, the Bucks are the favorites at plus 240. Then it goes the Celtics at 370, the Suns at 460, and then Golden State at 750, which puts them above the Nuggets and the Sixers. And I think a big piece of that is that they have announced that they will have Andrew Wiggins for the playoffs. Um, I don't know if he plays game one, but I, I, from what I'm understanding, they're trying to get his conditioning up to make sure that he's ready to go back on the floor. Um, I say this. They showed the stat this year. Golden State starting five with Wiggins was the best starting five in basketball. Um, that that five with Looney, Wiggins, um, Curry, and the, uh, the court, the three, yeah, the court the big three. Clay big and three. Green. Yes, yeah. on the court. Yeah, th- those three on the look. I don't care about their road record at that point. With Wiggins back on the floor. I say they're a whole different team. He brings a dynamic that they they don't have. He's he's a defensive stopper on one end. He can score when he needs to on the other end. I feel like he'll get his legs back underneath him, and that makes them a whole different ball game team. And a team like Sacramento playing them on the road, that's nothing. So I think that becomes really interesting if they go into a series and they got to play Phoenix. So they would play oh. – God, that would be amazing. Yeah, because Golden <laughs> would State would be play amazing. the winner of oh. Memphis and the Lakers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that could be a very interesting series. Um, yes, it could be. And we'll get to our that in a second here. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, Josh, that's very valid. Um, I worry about their – I don't really worry about their road record here per se, but I do worry about, you know, how much do they have left here? And some nights it's the Golden I, State Warriors. I think they're some all night, healthy. I don't think they're fatigued at all. I really some nights don't. it looks like a some nights it looks like a Donald Foyles playing center for the Here's man. the thing. How many games did Curry miss this? <laughs> Very nice, Jess. Very nice. <laughs> How many games did Curry miss this year? What, twelve? He he missed way more than that. Oh, did he? I don't really. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm, I'm just saying like twenty seven. He, he's he's fresh leg Wiggins fresh leg Clay, you know he missed some games like they're green like they're the only guy Looney played every game and Jordan Young's eighteen years old so like they're they're I think that they're probably in a good spot right now where their guys are just fresh going into the playoffs and, and Jonathan Kuminga is coming on really strong right now. Well, you got Kuminga and then you've got Gary Payton. He's back now too, right? Yeah, so you got him for the playoffs. So, yeah, I. Here's the thing, Sacramento has not made the playoffs since what 2005, 2004. When was it the last time they made it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was then, four. Yeah, 2004. 2004. They, lo- they lost to the Peyton Malone Lakers. The Malone, yep. Yeah, yeah. So this team is super young, fresh faced dudes that are going to go out there and Sacramento has been real all season. Yeah. But in a 
And here's the thing. If, if the King, this is not going to be an easy, an easy out for the Kings at all. There's no, no it's not going to be easy either, either way, but if the Kings are able to, this young team able to beat the Golden State Warriors with their three guys, it's really something. Like I, I, that's going to build their confidence, and I would, I would be scared to play them throughout the rest of the playoffs if they went through the Golden State Warriors. But I don't know, man. I'm, I'm with Josh here. I just feel like they're too, they're, 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 they're all healthy at the right time right now. If Wiggins comes back and just can go out there and do what he does. And I'm hoping he can. I there, this could be a huge upset. So. Yeah. And they don't even need him to score early on. They just need him to get himself no. back. His legs defense. back underneath defense. Him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Curry missed 26 games, Tim and Wiggins Ooh. has missed 45 games. That plays a part. It certainly plays a part. Yeah. So. Let's uh, any other any other playoff series real quick. Um, I definitely pick Phoenix to beat the Clippers, but I'm excited to see it, and mm-hmm. I think um, you know, it comes down to Chris Paul versus Russell Westbrook. Like, come on now, <laughs> yeah. come on. Um, I do like the Clippers as as far as their roster. I don't like mm-hmm. their team name or what they represent. Their team name. <laughs> God, what a dumb name, the Clippers. <laughs> I think like sixty percent of the NBA has stupid team names at this point, right? It's true. It's yeah. true. So Cavs Knicks, I think it's the most fun series. Uh, because yeah. I really don't know how to pick it. I really could see the Knicks winning. I could see the Cavs winning. Well, without I Randall. Hope, I was gonna say I hope Julius Randall's healthy. That's my only yeah. you know, he's he's trying to come off an ankle injury. Uh, I mean, I don't have any doubt that he's going to play, but how how effective he'll be. Um, hopefully, he gets healed enough to be able to be the Julius Randle he was for the last 30 games or so of the season, which was really fun to watch. But, you know, between him and Jalen Brunson, who's been incredible, um, like, that, that should be a fun series. I mean, those two, you know, Garland, Mitchell, you know, like it's 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 going to be a really fun series. Uh, I think that I think the Cavs will win it, but I do think it'll be a fun series. Yeah, um, if there is no Julius Randle for like one to three games, uh, Evan Mobley is going to be unfreaking believable in this series. Yeah. yeah. Yep, I agree. Yeah. So I had you guys do this fun exercise with me today because instead of doing the whole, like, I'm going to pick this team to win the title or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that like everyone's doing, um, I had you guys do this in a point system for confidence level, 10 obviously being the highest in, uh, confidence, one being the lowest. And so I wanted to go through it. I brought each guys up here real quick. Josh, we're starting with you. Um, just to run down it real fast without taking too long. You went Suns, Warriors, Lakers, Grizzlies, Nuggets, Kings, Clippers, Pelicans, Thunder, Minnesota. At the East, you went Milwaukee, Philadelphia over Boston, Cleveland, New York, Miami, Toronto, Brooklyn, Atlanta, Chicago. So, obviously, the big question I'm going to ask you about is why so why higher on the Sixers than the Celtics? Um, the last the last couple weeks of the season. Watching Embiid play 
and watching Harden play and watching Maxi play. Um, I feel like when the game comes down on the line, I have more faith in Joel Embiid than I do Tatum. Sure. Um, at this point. Uh, and I really like how Philly's roster fits. Um, and I think they built themselves probably the best they've ever did. Um, my only problem is if this goes to like a, a point where they have to play a seven game series and those two play each other, uh, Doc Rivers becomes the X factor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that's 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 it. I at the beginning of the season, man, I really was like Jason Tatum's ascending, and then like he just had these like parts of the season where he just like flaked out, and then it was like Jalen Brown took over. And I'm like, man, is Jalen Brown really the guy on this team? And then Tatum's like, no, it's me. And then Jalen Brown's like, no, it's me. And there's no question that Embiid's the guy, period. And even Harden said Embiid's the guy. I can lead the league in assists with this guy playing with me. Like, I'm cool with it. So, so he's in Houston next year again. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's why I did that. And even though I put the Bulls last, um, I did it because I'm just pissed off at them. Um, <laughs> I didn't do it for any other reason. Um my confidence level in them has more to do with them winning games at this point. So that's why I put them at, that's my least favorite. I get it. Trying to will, will them to losses, Josh. <laughs> nah. I'm with you, buddy. All right. So Ben, Ben went a little different than us as well. So his Western conference was Suns, nuggets, warriors, Clippers, Kings, Grizzlies, Lakers, thunder, Pelicans, Timberwolves, Boston. I mean, Boston, Milwaukee, Cleveland as his third most confident in the East, which you're speaking my language. Uh, Philadelphia, New York, Brooklyn, Toronto, Miami, Atlanta, and Chicago. So, Ben, you had the Nuggets at nine, which they are the one seed. You're mm-hmm. the only one of us that had them that high, mind you. And you had the Cavs as your third most confident team in the East. Mm-hmm. Explain yourself, sir. Um, I... I really like that Nuggets team for some reason. Um, I like the pieces that they have. Uh, Nikola Jokic, a possible three-time MVP. Um, I I just don't think they have enough defense or scoring to be better than the Suns. Um, on the East side, I I I just don't have, and and I know we laughed about this earlier. I just have very little faith in Doc Rivers. Um, I'm gonna be completely honest. Like, like I like 76ers. I like Joel Embiid. Uh, Harden's playing well. Maxie's playing well. I like Tobias Harris. I like all those guys. I really do. Um, but I, I think when it comes down to it, I just like the young core nucleus of Cleveland better. Uh, you know, I like Mobley. I like Garland. I think Mitchell is a stud. Um, all those guys, Jared Allen's a stud. I, I think all those young guys and the depth they have, um, I just feel like they're in a little bit better position than the 76ers. I also think their coach is better too. Because I like I said, I'm not a I'm not a big Doc Rivers hater, but it's been a it's been a proven fact that he has struggles coaching in the playoffs. Yeah, so. you're right. Um 
I just have this feeling that Donovan Mitchell is going to absolutely love playing in Madison Square Garden in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I just think that, you know, you guys could have had me and he's going to like yeah. use that against oh, yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's the stage too. I mean, any yeah. basketball player that's been a star, one of their one of their goals is going off in the garden, right? Like like yeah. Michael Jordan used to talk about it all the time. Like when like I could go anywhere on the road and you put me in Madison Square Garden, like I got to go off. You know what I mean? It's the Mecca of basketball. Every every superstar in basketball wants to have their signature moment in the garden. So Donovan Mitchell has this opportunity to be in the playoffs to be able to have signature moments and also propel his team to wins. And on top of that, the revenge factor, like you said, like they can, could have had me, you didn't have me, and now I'm going to put you out of the playoffs. Yeah, I still absolutely. think it's crazy the mystique of that arena and how big it is for never really having a true, like, so we talk about the Knicks. They've had a couple titles, right? Mm-hmm. They played in the mm-hmm. finals back in the 90s um, and lost. They had, you know, Patrick Ewing. But then, like, they've not been relevant in so long, but that arena still holds its value. And I know that it's for other reasons. It's in New York City. It's in the middle of the city. The way it's built, it's held, you know, massive fights and other different types of sports um, moments. Yeah. Uh, I just – it's just the fact that it still holds its value from a basketball standpoint is yeah. crazy to me. Josh, that, that's a great point. I would I would really love to ask ask somebody, like as far as like New York and New York basketball historian, why why Madison Square Garden is the way it is. I think that's a great point. Like like there are other teams that have had way more success in their like the Bulls, for instance. Like, why isn't the United Center or wherever they play now? Like, why isn't that the Mecca of basketball? Like, like you I really think Michael it's Jordan I really think it's, there, or I really you know, think it's or the, the, fact the Lakers, that it's New York City. Yeah, New York City. Yeah, and, uh, the I get that. And there's there's so much history that's happened in that arena, whether it's basketball or anything else. Or other like, sports, this is, yeah. this is this is an arena that that's housed Frank Sinatra. It's housed right. Andre the Giant. You know, Ali all Ali these, fights all those Ali yeah. fights. Like some yep. of the most yep. famous people in the history of our time have walked through that building and done something great. It just hasn't been New York Knicks most of the time. <laughs> that's right. a good yeah. point. Yeah. Like everybody except those bum Knicks. <laughs> they, <laughs> the garden they, has not been eaten. Yeah, it is not. Yeah. But that is interesting. That's an interesting point, Josh. Like, how did I mean? For college, did, I know, I know basketball, it's an incredible like Big East tournaments. Yeah, it held and, and, Big East yeah, tournament. It's had big, some crazy tournaments in there big. for that, and. Mm-hmm. But I'm just talking like, NBA basketball, and like That's you correlate like, New York Knicks, Madison Square Garden. You're like. Mm-mm. <laughs> right. Mm-mm. Well, because everybody else has had their signature moments against the Knicks in that in that arena. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I mean, didn't Curry break people the have had record there? I think so. Yeah. I th- yeah, I think so. But I like, think about all the uh, iconic moments Michael Jordan had in the Garden, or um, you know anybody else that played in the Garden against the Knicks, like. They have signature moments, but it just isn't for the Knicks. The, you know, the most famous signature moment is Willis Reed. I mean, like him yeah. hobbling out, playing in the garden. Like that's the most succinct. Like Patrick Ewing maybe had a couple things happen there, hit some shots, but like he never brought a championship. Like, 
know. I, 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 yeah. but Patrick Ewing, play, he played it. He played it best. Hit some shots. Yeah, he hit some, yeah. he hit some shots. You know what I mean? He did, you're, you're like John Stark. You're like John Stark's dunk 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 on the Bulls is more iconic than Patrick anything Patrick Ewing ever did in the Garden. Yeah, I mean, you know, he hit yeah. some. He's a Hall of Famer. He hit some shots. I mean, he just got fired. You know. Yeah, uh, he did. Yeah. yeah. I think I think another piece of it too is is that it's one of the arenas that still stand where like everybody else has already had their arenas replaced. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know yeah. the Lakers don't have the Forum anymore. The Boston don't have the Garden anymore. Uh, you yeah. know stuff like That's that. True. So I think that might be another piece of why why the, it might still hold its its stature. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's a good point. I will I say I like. I don't Go think ahead, it's the too. original arena. I think the original Madison Square Garden was like down the road from it. I don't so I don't think it's always been the same building. Yeah. Throughout the years. Really? Yeah. No, did you ever think... see the did you ever see the 30 for 30? When the yeah. garden uh, was eaten? No, no, no. I have not. I did not know that's not the I did not know that's oh, not that's not the ben. original garden. Ben, you gotta watch that doc, man. One I will I'll have to check that out. It's it's something, man. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, if we get a second, I will talk about air later. Um, it's phenomenal. Um, all right. So, Sean, we got you here. And yours was also actually, I take that back. You also had Denver as a nine and for nine points. You went I Phoenix, did. Denver, Golden State, the Lakers, the Kings, Memphis, the Clippers, the Thunder, the Pelicans, and Minnesota. On the east side, you went Milwaukee, Boston. Also had the Cavs above the 76ers, the Knicks. Yep. The Nets, the Heat, the Raptors, the Bulls, and the Hawks. So yours was pretty, not super anything in particular, but you were the highest in the Kings than any of us. I was, yeah. I I would take them. I, I mean, <laughs> it's one of those things where uh, they've had such a good season. Um, the momentum is swinging their way, and I mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I like them better than literally all of those teams below them. So and. But I don't like them as much as the Lakers. Don't like them as much as the Warriors. And even though we all know that the Nuggets are a absolute, you know, regular season team, I'm gonna put them. I I'm I don't know. I this might be it for them. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. All right, and that means that leaves me. So um, I went on the West. I went Phoenix, and I went the Lakers at nine. Um, and I'll explain wow. myself in a second. Went the Nuggets, the Warriors, the Clippers, the Kings, the Grizzlies. Minnesota, I had higher than you guys did, obviously. Uh, I went New Orleans. I went Oklahoma City. And on the east side, I went Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Boston, Cleveland, the Knicks, the Nets, the Heat, the Raptors, the Bulls, and the Hawks. I thought for 10 minutes on the east side of my five and six. I literally was so – I mean, on, on my four and five. I was so close to putting the heat because if I, th- I thought about like if it was a seven game series, I might take the heat over the Nets right now, um, yeah. and that's not a, that's not a slight on the Nets. But Mm-mm. my thought process goes back to not even as far as like do I think the Lakers are better than the, than you know, the second best team in the West? Not really. But I looked at it this way. So if you look at the bracket, we all said, look, we think they're beating Minnesota. Okay, so you get here right where they play Memphis. Memphis does not have Stephen Adams this playoffs. Mm, so yeah. You're relying on Jaron Jackson Jr. to be the guy to guard both those players, who also, mind you, has only played about 54 games this year. Has been incredible. Like his yeah. the block rate is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also don't have Brandon Clark. Exactly, Josh. Yep. That was my next point. 
So let's say here, okay, the Lakers, I think they win that series. At that point, they play the winner of Sacramento and Golden State, and this is where it gets tricky, obviously. Um, I think they would beat Sacramento, no problem. Golden State, all the reasons we just talked about, like Josh made that point. Um, but I think in a situation like this, I'm probably taking LeBron and Davis in that situation. But I think I think the Suns are going to win the whole damn thing. And so mm-hmm. when it gets to them matching up against Phoenix, everything I love the Lakers has done since the All-Star break, just not just like the D'Angelo Russells and the LeBrons and the ADs, but the Rui Hachimuras, the Malik Beasleys, the Jared Vanderbilts, the Austin Reeves. Um, Phoenix has Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Guys. Do you think it's a, do you think it's a, you know, that the fact that Phoenix is eight and O with, Kevin Durant in the lineup. Do you think that's coincidence? I mean, we talked about this guy who's he's just a he's a plug and play guy. Like he doesn't need the ball. He doesn't need that many shots. He they they were they uh I was listening to Colin Coward today and he was just sputtering off stuff. He was like, you know, he's gonna get you 27 or 28, you know, six and six on nine shots. Yeah, he, he was like, he's averaging. He's averaging 26 and a half points per game already with Phoenix shooting 57% from the field. Like <laughs> his splits, he, he's, he's a, he's a 50, he's a almost a 60, 40, 90 guy. Like that's how, mm-hmm. that's how good he's been this year. And the only reason he probably won't qualify because he didn't play enough games, but he's definitely a 50, 40, 90 guy. And this will be like the third time that he's done it. So, yeah. I mean, at, at that height to be that efficient, Right. Or you're just like, if we give him the ball, we know it's good. Like we're good here. Like he doesn't need to. And we know that if it permits, like, Hey, we need somebody who needs to take the game over. Like I trust Kevin Durant more than I trust Devin Booker. Yeah, I did too. Yep. And like you said, he'll do it on like 10 shots. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just think that those two teams are the teams that, and look, I know I'm betting a lot on all those guys that we just listed being healthy. I get that. But if we're going down to, we're looking at the teams who are left when healthy. Those two duos we just talked about trump everybody else. Those two duos, the Booker KD and the Davis LeBron, trump everybody else in the West. I love Clay and Curry. Absolutely love them. But they're not better than those two when they're 100%. Lester, I understand it. Yeah. yeah, unless you're playing Portland. <laughs> <laughs> I joke all the time about, like, you know, I always say goofy things like Sean and I could score on, like, you know, mid, like some awful center in a pick and roll. Uh, I obviously know that's not true. But I was, like, laughing the other day at something I saw on TikTok where someone was like, do you think you could throw for 10 yards in the NFL? And Matt Leinert was like, you absolutely could not throw for 10 yards in the NFL. You this person right here who has no athletic ability. It's not. No, <laughs> no. And that's maybe laugh. So <laughs> I was cracking up that. Oh uh, man. All right. So what a real quick before we get out of here uh, on the other end of the NBA, obviously we we're getting close to the lottery and this is how things are shaking out. Well, how they shook out actually, uh, I guess, depending on the, how the play in goes uh, between Oklahoma city, Chicago, Toronto, New Orleans. Um, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, Ben. I know you weren't on the show at the time where it was the mm-hmm. most and least deserving Wembeyama teams. And uh, look, 
We show here Detroit and San Antonio, I think, make great Wembeyama teams. A Jaden Ivey, Cade Cunningham, Victor Wembeyama team, I'm watching every night on League Pass. Every Thank night. Uh, San Antonio, obviously, a franchise organization. We know what they do with it when they get star players. Uh, Houston, no, please don't. Charlotte, please don't. Please no. don't. <laughs> they uh, really don't deserve it. <laughs> yeah. Portland, we've seen this too many times. Nope. Um, but then the Orlando Indianas, those are the two teams that I'm like, can one of them win? Can one of them yeah. win? Because Paolo and Victor would be so fun. It could oh, be like yeah. and Shaq. But can you imagine Tyrese Halliburton? And, and Ben Matherin and Victor Wembeyama. Oh, oh yeah. We'd get a ticket package. Absolutely. Right business expense. Absolutely. You know? we'd, have, we'd have to. We'd have to. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That would be yeah. incredible. Uh, Dallas, please don't be the team that jumps to the top four. Please don't. Mm. Um, yeah. But man, how, how would that, that would definitely work out in their favor, huh? Yeah. Wouldn't it? I can't believe that. I can't believe that Detroit not only won this, won the lottery, uh, as far as the odds, but by five games. Oh yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, what is the actual lottery pick? I think it's what it's normally during the conference finals. Yeah. Yeah. Let me check real quick. I'll get a date for you. As long as my phone doesn't. Ben, while he's checking, I looked it up. Uh, Madison Square Garden was May 16th, 1968. Oh, wow. Huh. May 16th. May 16th is the lottery. Okay. So we're about a month, a month away. Ben, who do you want to see win it besides the obvious being a Pacers fan? Um, I. I would either love to see Orlando or Detroit. Like I, I just think that, and I and I've put tweets out before about how much I I like Detroit's young roster. Um, they just you know they have guys that aren't healthy right now. But man, you add him to Detroit or you add him to Orlando. Now Orlando would be just that would be just crazy. That Tim, that, that would be insane. That, that, Tim joked like, about that Detroit having a an all center lineup. Right, <laughs> would. I think yeah, at that point, Wiseman would probably be traded. But yeah, he would be. But or, State. Orlando would be incredible. That would be incredible. Wembyama and Paolo would be the new Penny and Jack. Yes. Yeah, I don't not, not as far incredible. as like the type of player they are, but the hype. Oh my the god, hype the hype! Huge. Yeah, the song would be back. You know. Well, and and <laughs> we're, we're forgetting about Franz Wagner, man. Like. Like Jalen Suggs no, was better yeah, this, in his sophomore guy, year. Those guys yep. aren't any slouches at all. Fultz, this, this Fultz, is like a, hey, Marcus really Fultz is freaking coming back Marcus strong. Fultz, Cole yeah. Anthony's playing well. Like they, that would yeah. be a fun team. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Orlando is going to end up with Brandon Miller, and we're going to start seeing like what they can be. Yeah. Because you put another really good shooter next to Franz yep. with Mark yeah. Hell, who's a really good passer, and Paolo. That's oh boy, yeah. I'm excited about that. Sick. Yeah, well, dudes, hey, like we said, it's playoff basketball, so this show had to go a little longer because we had so much to break down. Uh, this was really honestly, I don't say this lightly, one of my favorite shows we've ever done. I think this was, tremendous. oh, yeah, I think it was great content. So, uh, thank you all so much. Uh, hey, if you tuned in, whether it was on YouTube where you subscribe to our YouTube channel, obviously, or Apple Podcasts or Spotify where you gave us a five star review. 
or you went to our website at 40minutesbasketballnerd.merchmate.com and bought some merch, we just want to say thank you. It means a lot. Uh, Please keep an eye out for the next episode of uh, Prince of Hoop with myself and Trenton Flowers. We're going to be talking about a few different things. Uh, We had some really bad technical errors, so I had to take down last week's episode, so I'm trying to fix that. Um, And then also check out At Large Bid on our college basketball channel. Uh, A lot of big announcements coming up on that as well. So check out everything we're doing here. It's big time. Uh, this uh, This is me on behalf of the team. Have a good night and enjoy the first week of the postseason. We'll be back soon.